What's up, Brigadiers? Welcome back to the Bones Brigade audio show. I am Larry, and you know who's here. It's co-host Matt. Matt, what's up, buddy? It's a rainy day outside. It's a good day to be in here doing the show. Yeah, for sure. You don't want to uh, be in the studio when it's <laughs> a beautiful day outside. Yeah, we're getting into the you know the the months where that will just be the regular thing, and you know when it's nice and the birds are chirping outside, and you can hear the kids rolling by on their skateboards outside, and you're like, I can hear that click clacking going down the sidewalk. Yeah, and I'm in my basement with no windows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's starting to cool down here too. It's getting to be bearable outside. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So here we are, propaganda part two, episode nineteen. Nineteen, right? Yeah, 19. Yeah. I lose I started That's losing wild. track. Yeah. I know. Can you believe that, man? 19. Yeah. It's insane. But here we are with part two. We will be joined again in a few minutes by uh, Mark Nisbet and Steve Size. They're back to continue our talk on propaganda. But um, before we have them on, one thing I wanted to mention, this popped up on my radar a couple of days ago. Uh, there's a new interview with Stacy Peralta on YouTube that was uh, I thought was pretty cool. And uh, he's over in Europe, it looks like, promoting his new film, The Yin and Yang of uh, Jerry Lopez, the surf, surf documentary. And uh, he did an interview with a YouTube channel called Rad Season. And uh, I checked out this interview a couple nights ago. Super awesome. Uh, we don't really hear anything too mind-blowing or groundbreaking. But as always, you know, there's some Bones Brigade and Powell Peralta talk in there. And it's always super cool to hear him uh, talking about that stuff. And I thought I would actually play a clip um, of Stacy talking about how the first Bones Brigade video came about. It's, you know, a story that we've kind of discussed here on the show before, but always cool to hear from Stacy. So here's that clip. I did have some video equipment really early on, okay. and I did do a fair amount of shooting, but it wasn't for an end result. But what happened was a neighbor of mine in 1983 he had taken film school and he came to me one day and he goes, Hey, he was also an actor. Okay. And he said, Hey, listen, I can make you and George a video for $5,000. What? At the time. Yeah. That's, that's quite a bit. Right? 20 minute video. Yeah. He goes, you can play it in stores. So I went to George and I said, Hey, D Dave says he can make us a video for five grand that we can have a, as a point of purchase in, in stores. And George said, God, for five grand, why not? Let's do it. Yeah. Well, I set up the first shoot, and Dave was going to direct it and be in charge of it. Well, he got an acting job that day. So he was out. He was yeah. out. Yeah. So I had to take over. So I took over that first day and went, wow, I guess maybe I can do this. And I kept shooting and shooting. And finally, after about six months, I had put together enough footage to cut together an hour-long video. And I got an editing bay installed in my small apartment, put the editing bay on my kitchen table and started cutting my first video. Nice. Never having a clue I could do that. Never having a clue. I thought that I would assemble the footage and then give it to somebody who would then put it together. Yeah. But I ended up doing it. And then that video became so successful, so wildly successful that, you know, George came back to me three months after its release and said, you have to start another one of these videos yeah. because our shops and distributors from all over the world are telling us that this is lifting the entire sport. Wow. Yeah, it was lifting everything because there were, we found out that they, the shops are telling us for every one kid that bought one of our videos, about 50 kids saw them because one kid in the neighborhood would have it and they'd all go to his house yeah. and, and go watch it. And they watched them over and over yeah. and over. And they learned how to do all these tricks based on seeing them in the magazine, or based on seeing them in the videos. Yeah, super awesome. Always. That's cool. yeah, good to hear that stuff. D. David Morin plays a huge role in all that, that he might not be getting the proper glory it's that true. he deserves. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Burbanks, man. He I may know. have uh, planted the seed for the invention of the skate video. <laughs> but Matt, did you have anything you wanted to uh, talk about before we get these guys back on? Well, you know, Powell just uh, announced their... Uh, their Metallica collaboration. Oh yeah. It seems like yeah. people are up in arms about that. People are seem to be divided on that, on that graphic from what I'm kind of reading. It's yeah. Interesting uh, take on, <laughs> take on Metallica, I guess, but uh, you know, it's cool to see. Yeah. That's 
I think that'll be a well, you know, the fandom around both the brand of Metallica and Paul yeah. Peralta, you know, people get very sensitive yeah. and almost feel like they have ownership of those type of things. Exactly. Yeah. Territoriality. They can, yeah, yeah. They can get a little sensitive about that. So stuff. Metallica fans are going like, what's with the SG bass? Mm. Why, why is that? Why is that skeleton playing an SG bass? Wow. That's does Robert <laughs> not play an SG bass. I don't think so. Man. Okay. Maybe he does. Maybe. Who knows? I think he I plays don't... like a five string like a big old five string okay. bass. big yeah, fret, I don't know. fretless infectious grooves bass damn right infectious <laughs> grooves now we're talking yeah. see that's what they should have done is an infectious grooves collaboration yeah anyway yeah so that's that's uh you know rolling out we'll see uh where that goes but interesting uh announcement that came down over the last few days it's cool to see them doing stuff they they haven't really done a lot of collaboration stuff like that oh no, yeah they really haven't so get some get some VCJ artwork out of the deal anyway. So. Yeah, it's cool with me. Hell yeah! All right, should we get the guys on here and uh, let's do it? Let's bring it. it back, man. We're gonna see. I don't know if we're gonna wrap this thing up in two. We're gonna we'll yeah. See there's how it goes. a lot lot left to go still. We'll see what yeah. happens. Yep. All right. So please welcome back to the show, Mark Nisbet and Steve Size. Howdy. <laughs> Good. We left off last time. We finished up with uh, Cameron Martin's freestyle section so we're kicking it off today with ray underhill skating at tony hawk's house the great legendary mr ray underhill that's right awesome amazing person can't say enough about him he's like everybody's best friend he was my best buddy too back in the day did a lot of touring with him and tony hawk so like it was kind of rad to reminisce on all of that stuff with on tony and jason ellis's show that's uh, right. You know, Ray and uh, us skating together, man. Some of the some of the best tour days that I found out. Tony actually told me a story too. You know, like Tony is he was touring before I skated. You know, we toured together for several years, and then he went on. You know, and even his Huck Jam tours. But he was telling me the best years that he ever had touring were those years that we were those pal years. Mm-hmm. I mean, skating was huge too globally. But yeah. he was saying it; those were like the funnest times. Like, are you kidding me? You've done everything. Like, wow, those are just just fun, you know? Because you know, Tony and 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 Ray were best buddies too. So you know, it was awesome. Yeah, when so. I saw you in '89 uh, in Rochester, it was you, Tony, Ray, Mike McGill, Eric Sanderson, and Bucky. So that was like, wow, a, yeah, that was a killer one. I don't know. It was the in indoor arena. I don't know if that one rings a bell. God, I don't even remember like all of us, all those guys skating together. That's funny. Yeah, wow, maybe it was one course. of those transition days, like people come in and then other guys go off and they kind of would yeah. rotate. So maybe, oh, maybe that's like what a, it was. Yeah. Yeah. A, a meetup day or something. Fun. God, I wish I saw videos. It's so funny to see videos of that stuff pop up now and again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, holy crap. I totally forgot about that. Forgot about this. Forgot about that. You know, mm-hmm. Tony posted some stuff. I saw some photos of some guy that sent him a bunch of stuff of us and it was like it was really cool it was one of those demos i think it was in new york somewhere where we put we were putting i think the last big pal tour we did that all these fun box things that we were just creating mixing all the street stuff which was kind of cool you know and it's awesome to see those old photos kind of pop up yeah i was just gonna say i remember when i when i met you guys at the band this uh signing and the after show and all that for the world premiere and it was like ray there was something about that dude man he like it was he like just had an aura, you know, that's the only way I can describe it. He was like cooler than everybody. And like the dude that like, you just wanted to like be exactly like, cause he was hilarious and he yeah. had like the best one liners and he was approachable yeah. and he was like super good looking and amazingly killer skater. And he had an awesome graphic. Everything about him was just cool. Like he was just the coolest, you know? Yeah. Yeah. To say, to say the least, I mean, yeah, he he was just you know his humility and you know as a person and his wit. To me, it was like I remember getting on Pal like, oh, it's the coolest thing. I just remember seeing at a trade show and meeting him and stuff. I go, I remember seeing at Skate Del Mar how rad he was, and then him hanging out with Six Peralta and them just bullshitting around talking and stuff. I go, oh man, these guys are like the coolest thing ever, you know. And then his style, he was just so smooth too. And yeah, man, some sessions you just like he just he just killed it too. It was just so fun. Miss the guy. He's awesome. Rest in peace, buddy. So I wrote down a couple uh, notes about his part here. You know, we got a uh, Grant Britton cameo here. He's uh, yeah. shooting some photography. There's lots of slow-mo. He does a rad nollie uh, tail grab one foot. 
Stalefish to Fakie, I thought was really cool. And then at the end, I don't know, there's something about it. His last trick is like, it's barely an ollie. It's on Tony's mini ramp where he kind of just spins around like backside 360. It just looks so cool and stylish, like a very minimal ollie. And they just kind of slide it around. I don't know. It looks, I just thought it looked super cool. That was weird. That last trick was kind of weird for me. I go, that's when he was kind of learning, I guess, how to do like, was it ollie 360s? Mm-hmm. All the backs at 360s, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. I was going like, yeah, he had so many other bigger things in there. I'm like, oh, why did they put that one in there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to me, it was kind of weird. Yeah, but yeah, I like the way it so looked. It just looked tricks. Yeah, I could almost yeah. like feel it. It, it just, yeah. I was like, that would feel good to do. That was kind of a thing we did, like when skated Tony's. It was kind of like we all would hit the mini ramp for I don't know, like 20 minutes or something. Skate that to get warmed up, and then it was okay. Then off to the vert ramp, you know, and skate that mm-hmm. for a couple hours or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's such fun times there. Yeah, he so. also does a frontside air. I think it might even be one of the first tricks of the part. He grabs frontside and he kind of lets go and kind of like re-grabs yeah. it, like re readjust it looks really cool i was kind of like he i mean he had a, like i always like he did really good stylish frontside ollies which i always kind of like mm-hmm. and yeah his frontside air sometimes sometimes he would just barely touch it like with a couple like fingers you know just like eh, barely yeah. touch it and then just enough to like kind of you know i love that it's nice to have another ray part his his part in uh band this was incredible and uh it's just cool to have another one to go back and look at you know there's just yeah. not enough. There's not enough ray footage, you know, unfortunately. Yeah, totally. It would have been awesome if they would have had another him and I know Tommy and Ray, like on tour, they would just get so hit up about like all the little verbiage where he's the kadanking and the, uh-huh, all that yeah. stuff. You always get that. <laughs> he's like, Ray's like, yeah, don't, whatever you do, don't have any speaking parts because everyone's <laughs> going to just cite that shit back to you every day. <laughs> yeah. You don't have any, do you? You don't have any. Do you have any quotable lines? I don't think you have much. No, he I does. Think yeah, you do. You, you do in Barge at Will. Oh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, but my brother's part for, for yeah. vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that part. What yeah, is that one? I learned can't to turn the mic off on me a long time ago. What's the Barge at Will line? I can't remember. You like answers, you answer the door. Oh, like, you come to the door. Yeah, that's like, oh, oh, yeah, let me get my yeah. brother or whatever, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was thinking yeah, yeah. I pretend like I was just sleeping or something. Yeah. <laughs> I thought your mom answered the door, or is that in a different she's CT in that video or something? Oh yeah, she, she I, I think she was up front gardening like they always do. Oh yeah, he asked her which 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 son do you like better? The one on Power Vision or something. Yeah, she right. was like, I like yeah. I like them both. I don't remember what she said. I like the one that skates or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> vague, but yeah. He's just always a really smooth skater. I was really happy to be able to meet him. While he was still around, Steve mm-hmm. took me. Um, Steve did some work with Gullwing, which is where he was working. And, That's right. And, yeah. Um, oh yeah. And I got to meet him, so that was really cool. Yeah, we skated the. He was in one of the videos, the 508 videos. I think we. That's the, probably the first time we met him, right? Like uh, at the uh, skate zone. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, you have so him nice. skating the the mini the spine ramp, right? In your video, I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I need to go back and watch that. So did did uh, Ray do any like street skating back in the day, or was he Not mostly really, just dorking around on maybe the quarter pipes and stuff? Mm-hmm. I yeah, he didn't mess around with the street stuff too much, just like mini ramps with quarter pipes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, pretty strictly transition based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you skated like him, I don't see why you would just not just be on a vert ramp every day. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Big old frontside inverts. <laughs> no doubt. All right. So after Ray, we've got a quick skit. It's called the skateboard coach. I guess it's like a commercial for a TV show. And this is with uh, Todd Hastings uh, sitting wearing a Ray Underhill shirt. Yeah, he is wearing a Ray Underhill shirt. I noticed that. Um, he's got a Guerrero board uh, sitting up on the desk. And I've kind of like the uh, the Colby posters that are hanging uh, on his desk there. He's got the Battle of the Dons. It's like uh, Larry Bama versus Fausto Vitella. Yeah. Fausto Vitello. Oh, yeah. The tracker versus indie battle and then uh it's got a samoa america uso tour poster it's pretty cool so these colby posters let's see we've we see them in animal chin public domain and i mean like the cover of public domain is you know based off like a colby poster and then in band this we have the scooter what is it the scooter race is there anything else mac i can't remember i think it's just the scooter race. yeah yeah and then now we have, you know, Battle of the Dons. So that's like 
man, these COVID uh-huh. posters continuing theme here. It's almost as much as the smash televisions at this point. That one other poster that's on there, that's basically like, because I think Craig, mm-hmm. it looks like the same colorways that he used for Lance Mountain's uh, uh, shoe with Nike. Those are the same colors. Yeah, the, oh, the right. Vato skull. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's even, you know, just swap the colors, the cover of public domain, that's, that like green, orange, yellow yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, Craig, yeah, that's his posters are all that about that, mm-hmm. so, which I love. Yeah. And then we move on to How to Draw a Line Part 2. So they're kind of continuing the, the theme of Steve Caballero and Ban This, How to Draw a Perfect Line. And this is Tony Hawk doing uh, one run at his house. It's got some interesting heart-beating music that kind of speeds up as the skating goes on and this looks like a run that would you would win any contest in 1990 doing this run here oh for sure yeah. so wait so you're saying it's a, it is a part two i never noticed so there was a part one with cad where was that at the Ken- kennedy warehouse in uh band this he's skating that spine indoor spine ramp it's called uh, how to draw a perfect line and he's just annihilating oh, that's a, that, oh, that's ramp. that part oh yeah okay oh well i didn't know that there was yeah, I realize that. And it kind of ends with, uh, looks like he tries to spin a 720, but he's like exhausted at the end and he kind of just lazily spins a couple times and knee bails. So after Tony, we've got the first appearance from Frank Harada. And this looks like he must have filmed with Frankie Hill. It's like all the, all the same spots. Forget where he was from. It's like Central California, maybe, or something. Yeah, because I don't think he was like from Santa Barbara. And then didn't I don't know if he lived down in San Diego after a while. I, I forget, but yeah, he was always rad. On the episode we had uh, Peter McEwen on when when he was working at Powell, he's uh, they got a sponsor me tape from Frank and Stacy asked Peter what he thought of it, and he was just like, ah, I don't know, I'm not feeling it. And Stacy was like, ah, I don't know, I think you're wrong. I think I'm going to sponsor this dude. So <laughs> so here he is. But there's some good stuff here. A lot of a uh, couple. He does like a nose grind tail grab on a on a handrail yeah that was pretty awesome he does like a 360 flip down a five stair set that yeah it's pretty wild yeah lots he's got of all kinds pretty of stuff. pretty tech stuff for the mm-hmm. for lots the of time. handrails yeah yeah he did all the impossible tail grabs yeah yeah pretty good for them yeah oh yeah definitely and he did like a little didn't he do something over a trash can like he like bank trash can and he like nose bonked the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was awesome yeah this part's solid yeah yeah, I don't know what yeah. I don't know what Peter McEwen was going on about. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of got some like self-congratulatory like arm raises after some of his makes. Yeah. He's, like I love super that. pumped. Yeah. I feel like you see that do you see Guy Mariano doing that and band this a little bit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just Frankie yeah, Hill does yeah, it too. Yeah, Frankie Hill, yeah. Well, he's skating with Frankie Hill, so there must be like, Yeah, oh, what am I supposed to do when I'm filming? Oh, you just raise up your hands. <laughs> It's so funny. I, I don't know. Maybe it was with Mark. There was a double set in Santa Barbara. We skated and I, it, it was a Frankie spot, you know, and mm-hmm. I did it and I was stoked that I did it. And I actually, I don't know. I was thinking about those guys doing that and I did the full arm raise afterwards. Like, <laughs> it just happened. Yeah, what am I doing? <laughs> it's a Santa Barbara thing. Like, it just happens. It, yeah. That's you just it. feel it. It's like, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. So Steve, did you ever get to skate with Frankie Rada? I think I skated with him a couple times here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the skate zone a couple times. There's some contests around. Not really out on the streets or anything like that. But yeah, he was always super cool, super nice. good. You know, this is when he was like really starting to come up. They're like, oh, I'm starting to hear more about him. And he had a pretty solid part. Like it just seems like he covered all his bases in his in his part. So yeah, yeah. he was a short part too. And I mean, he's got a lot of tricks in there. Just cut pretty yeah. tight, jam packed. I um I met him later. He uh I edited some commercials for him for uh, some clothing company he was riding for, and he was he's really nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I met him once at Woodward in uh the two thousand somewhere at the two thousands. Who did he skate for after Powell? Was it was it Foundation? Was it? Oh, I Foundation. think he went to uh the when Sims went to NHS. I think he rode for that for a minute. They came out yeah. with a video called Second The Second Coming. And then uh, I think he's in that. And then I think he went to foundation, but he's in the, I can recall him. He's in the next Powell video eight. Can't recall if he's in any after that, we'll get to those videos soon, but yeah, he ended up on Sims and then foundation, I think. Yeah. That, okay. That's, so that sounds right. 
So after Frank Harada, we've got uh, Mike McGill and Cab skating at Mike McGill Skate Park. And they've kind of teamed up these guys again after that really great section they had together and banned this. I think a lot of stuff in propaganda almost kind of repeats. Like we just had, you know, the perfect line. And now we've got uh, McGill and Cab packaged together again. So they're kind of just, hey, it worked in the last video. You know, let's just <laughs> yeah. uh, move it over. You know, Frankie Hill opening the video and in, in and ban this and propaganda. So a lot of things are just kind of some of the same music finds its way into this video too. Which ones? There's a tune from the skate zone uh section that is from ban this. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. We'll get, get yeah, we'll it. get there. We'll get yeah. there. Yeah. But uh Cab and McGill here, they're doing uh doubles, which is pretty awesome. There's one where it looks like they're just so close to colliding a couple times. Like I think McGill's doing an invert and Cab's backside airing over him, but McGill is holding the invert so long. Like Cab looks like he's going to come right down on top of him, but they yeah. they pull it off. It's pretty crazy. Dude, that first trick in this section where Cab goes up onto the deck and he just kind of pulls back and McGill comes up and I think he plants, he inverts on the on nose the of cab's board and yeah. goes in and then cab just shoves in after him mm-hmm. that's insanely that cool that, like, i'm seeing like old like early 80s contest of lance and i think cab i think at del mar that was one of the things they did like i think lance went up and did like a disaster stood back on his board and cab did a um invert off his nose that's oh, yeah. awesome that's, i know that photo i think that might be at yeah Up- there's a photo Upland, maybe it. yeah yeah um, there's another one where McGill does a nose pick on Cab's board. Yeah. Or is it a chink chink? Maybe. I don't know. Something with his front truck. And it almost looks like he lands on Cab's toes. Like the truck, <laughs> instead of just hitting on the board, looks like it gets on Cab's foot. But we also get a little more of McGill and Cab a little, little later. Probably, the, I'm guessing, the same session. We see them again a little later in this video. Yeah, I wonder if it was weird for like McGill to not, to, you know, have a couple, a couple of videos where, you know, because I mean, that dude was a, a very big name on Powell and to have kind of a shared part for a couple of videos in a row. I wonder if he was ever bummed on that. That's true. You know, although he does have that post credit part in this where he's just going That's true. insane on yeah, those you're right. mini ramps. It's just like some of the best stuff I've seen him do is I think later in this video. Is that the one with the really good song? Yeah. That rap song. About the sticky feet or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So after uh, McGill and Cab, we've got another text bumper. McTwist, the most often heard request of Tony Hawk during street demos. <laughs> so, Steve, I'm, I'm guessing you've seen that in real life, happen in real life quite a bit. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. And now yeah, it's we, probably we would... the, the 900, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, I'm sure that just followed him like crazy. But yeah, I remember, yeah, seriously, like I remember there's a, I don't know if it's this video or I think it was maybe the one before this. Um, they, uh, it's like this, yellow crappy mini ramp it's so bad and people were seriously shouting uh, for him to do like you know mick twist 540 what it, <laughs> it's just like we could barely drop in i think we all made faces like what do you think of this oh, ramp and it, the ultimate demo what, ramp yeah the ultimate demo ramp. Uh, yeah. literally, seriously, like they really wanted to say, could do a 540 like what, like <laughs> yelling gonna, and like yeah like you're you're disappointing me <laughs> you're like dude I, what the hell all right, well, let's talk yeah. about that. Where do you remember? Like that was for real. Like you rolled up to a to a demo, and that's what they had built you guys to ride. Yeah, that thing yeah. looked like it was like four feet wide. Uh, yeah, it was maybe maybe even that. I think it had like bumps up the from the flat bottom to the transition had bumps. Like I don't know. I don't yeah, it's just it like two quarter pipes still. on top of a flat surface yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember where yeah. that was? We were trying to figure that out in Europe somewhere, right? Yes, I think Norway. Somewhere in Norway. Yeah, I try to like block all that stuff out in my memory. (laughs) So did you do it in the video? Yeah, Yeah. it was bad. (laughs) That's so funny. That's yeah, Yeah. one of my favorite. I always wondered about that ramp. You know, it's just crazy. Like that, (laughs) and in the height of of the of eighty nine. You know, yeah, you're gonna roll up to a demo the the Bones Brigade in another country, and that's what they're gonna (laughs) roll out for you guys to to skate. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sometimes you get the crappiest things and they're like, oh, here you go. And then after like going into the 90s, demos and stuff turned into like parking lots, you know, oh, here's a parking curb. Here you go. <laughs> You're like, mm-hmm. uh, what? 
fucking awesome. Cool. <laughs> so then we transition into Sean Mortimer, who's actually been on Powell for a few years at this point. This is kind of like the first we see of him. Um, and he was actually the first guest we ever had on our show for, uh, he came on oh, when we yeah. did, uh, the bones brigade video show episode it was like, what was that episode three, three, I think. Yeah. yeah. So he was our, uh, very cool him to come on and be our first oh, guest. Right. Yeah. yeah. And this is like very kind of comedic part. I remember thinking like, Oh no, are they trying to replace Lance mountain as like the funny guy on the team? Oh. They got this new younger funny guy. <laughs> like what's happening. I can't, I can't handle this. That's funny. Yeah. And I love, he says he, you know, got into skating from back to the future and Stacy doesn't believe him. <laughs> He's like, no, <laughs> yeah. you've been skating longer than that. Yeah. Funny. But there's some good stuff mixed in here. It does like a kickflip, the manual and 180 to backward nose grind on curbs. And, but there's also, they make it kind of, there's like carnival music playing. So they kind of try to make it, give it like this silly vibe. Yeah. It's pretty fun. I'm guessing he was living with Tony at this, at this point in time. And yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because he originally from Vancouver and he got sponsored when he, I think, lived up there. I think it was him, Colin, and there was another guy, I forget his name, but there was another Rich. Canadian. Rich Grossett. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. They were all pretty red. So mm -hmm. there's lots of slams in this part too, which you don't see a, a whole ton of in Powell videos to this point. Yeah. Mixed in with the, you know, they always have that segregated slam yeah. section. I don't know why they just chose to. I guess maybe because he was kind of funny or whatever. And they're like, oh, we'll show him falling. But <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. Just like, you know, oh, hey, he's just hilarious. So yeah, yeah it's like, oh, let's do it. So, and of course, now we know Sean, very successful author, yep. co-author on the, the Tony Hawk, Rodney Mullen and uh, Joe Namath biographies. Mm -hmm. It's pretty crazy. He did the the Joe Namath. Oh, right. Yeah. Mark, any thoughts on the Sean Mortimer part here? Nice little fun comedic break, I guess. Uh, yeah. I had no idea who he was, and uh, I didn't understand what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I'm thinking back now, but, I don't think I knew who he was really either. At the time. I just figured he was just some new guy on the team, and yeah, I mean, there yeah, was a I lot think, of there was a lot of new faces in this video, you know, for mm -hmm. a lot of people. Yeah. And this video was such a big change with everyone filming their own stuff that it has such a different look. Yeah. Like, like you know, it looks like his mom filmed it or something, like <laughs> yeah. standing straight up, like <laughs> yeah, from far away. Like it's entertaining. Yeah. All right. Next, we've got Euro Brigade Part One, and this is Lance and Tony Hawk and Steve Caballero. Quick European tour footage. And I love this uh, Steve Caballero's handrail. It's like a yeah, handrail, super long. And this is like, I don't know what happened to the raw footage, but it's they got like the flags going over the screen while he's doing that handrail. And I think this is like, you know, Cab's had some retrospective, you know, videos. And this has been like a highlight for sure. But uh, it's like, oh, I got these flags. You know, I'm doing this like the gnarliest handrail. <laughs> and I've got like these flags like blocking me. Oh, yeah. It might be if it's Tony that filmed this, because I think there was a thing like on your camera back then where you can actually you could uh, like superimpose a photo. On you can superimpose it on the thing. So mm -hmm. I think that's what Tony probably super, if it is, I'm guessing he superimposed because we kind of messed around with a couple things like that. So, so it's he, right on like the raw footage. The, yeah, it's I yeah. think it's on the footage. Yeah. Oh, wait, did Stevie complain about it like later on? Like, oh, no, I don't, don't know. I just thought it would be like me as a skater i'm just like i just did the sickest handrail and then like half the screen is flags <laughs> yeah i it's it's still that that footage is still good to me yeah <laughs> like if you got that good yeah. pink rail and in a big long rail like it that's awesome and there's some kind of like beatlemania type clips in here with like kids running and kind of like attacking the van do you ever have any run-ins like that on tour where the kids are so hyped they're like surrounded oh yeah the yeah they're literally so many times there was a lot of times where they you would have to get out of there and if they started kind of mobbing the van or something they'd start mm -hmm. rocking it there's a couple of times they rocked the van we're like holy shit we got to get out of here they're going mental like it's mm -hmm. just like ah let's go you know? <laughs> let's, let's, let's flip this thing they're still in it that's crazy <laughs> literally yeah because yeah i mean that late 80s skateboarding was so globally big and some of the demos we did were you know you know 2000 3,000, 4,000, whatever, they, they, they got kind of big. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, if you get a bunch of like kids skaters and just started like 
they start pounding on the van just because it's kind of funny. And we, we we seriously like go, holy crap, let's get the hell out of here. This is this might go the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> One other quick clip in this part is the uh, there's a f- guy like waving a flag in here that's like going like super special. That's like the best part. Yeah, <laughs> it cracks. I me. think that's I Underhill. That was Lance at first. Oh really? Okay. I'm gonna look at it again. I think that's Underhill. That's what I thought. I'm gonna look at it again right now. It's Let's like see. so spazzy. It cracks me up. It's yeah. It's got to be either Lance or <laughs> or Ray. And I thought it was Ray. Yes, it looks like he has short hair though. I just thought it might but be some just random, have hair random guy they got caught on tape. This oh. this whole Euro part makes me want more Nicky Guerrero. Uh, like, oh yeah. Well, the there's another year, right? Euro part a little later with some Nicky Guerrero that I think we're gonna get to in a little bit. Oh, I looked at that clip. I think it's neither. It's some random dude. I think. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah. yeah. Another highlight for me is Lance does a board slide on the back of those park benches that are kind of like back to back. Yeah. It's like, that's a big ollie to get up, get up on there. Is it Tony that does that? He ollies and like lands on that. On the fence or whatever. Fence kind of and kind of like just stalls and then just somehow comes out and lands on his nose and just barely holds on for dear life. Yeah. That was incredible. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty quick part. Any other comments from the, from anyone? Huge transfer that uh i don't know who it, who it is oh is that tony ramp to yeah. Ramp. yeah that is yeah. crazy from the yeah. vert to the uh yeah mini ramp kind of ends that it's probably all just tony's footage i bet yeah. yeah so next we've got a great uh skit the skate city card skit with frankie hill and this is like a parody of huh. like a uh credit card commercial from the 80s the premise here is you know you get kicked out of a spot but if you join up with the skate city card they'll will you can give them a call and they'll supply you with a new skate spot because you got to live at large with your state skate city card. And I don't know why this, this bugs me, but Frankie Hill is chewing gum during his little like monologue parts. It just, for some reason, it bugs the heck out of me. Like who's ever like the director was just like, dude, lose the gum for a few minutes. Cause you're talking. Chewing. <laughs> added to his charm. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the one, yeah. the lady in this was always uh, working the office by the skate zone. Oh, really? Oh, really? So she's yeah. a, an employee, huh? Yeah, she was employee. Yeah, I was just gonna say something. God, I forget her name. Was it Lori or I, I, don't, I don't? Was she an accountant or a lawyer? I do recognize <laughs> a Lori in the credits of, the, of these videos. Yeah. I can't remember her last yeah. name. So she was somebody that just worked at Powell, and they were like, "Can we, you?" Yeah. Oh, that's that's funny. <laughs> her fifteen minutes of fame. Yeah. Seems a little long too. This commercial here, they needed a. I don't know. I'm not trying to, to trash it or anything. It's funny, but it just felt felt a little long. I prefer the transitions with the propaganda stamp. Yeah, the abstract yeah. images behind it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice little break. So yeah, next, I don't know. Oh, I don't know sorry, this one. On. I was just gonna say I don't. This this one always sort of like this one bugged you. Yeah, I didn't love it. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, skateboard coach a little better. <laughs> yeah. yeah they could have used more todd todd was rad yeah you're gonna splurge big time i'm talking 10 or 15 bucks <laughs> all right next we're at the Vasilia ymca skate camp and this was almost like at this point in time if you did not have a skate camp part in your video you were blowing it and this yeah. is like uh so here here's uh powell at Vasilia. we've got let's see tony hawk caballero bucky lasik sean mortimer um who else is in there am i missing anybody i like the little kids they're they're interviewing and the one kid calls yeah. old people old fogies he's <laughs> talking about like getting kicked out of spots he's like these old fogies don't get it <laughs> is barbie in here i don't think so i, think I saw a clip of him doing yeah i think he is in here okay maybe i missed him i almost missed sean mortimer too i went rewatch it he's got some of the tricks are cut so quick you can't tell who's who yeah. Couple other things I noticed: Hawks got that cars jumping on cars line. Mm-hmm. That's a throwback to uh, Future Primitive, mm. and I think Steve Caballero is just going off in this part. Yeah, on the mini ramp, sure. in the bowl, on the street section, he's yeah. doing like blunt slide. I don't know if you'd call it. He goes up like a blunt, but then he's kind of like on the other side of the handrail, so like a tail slide. Uh, you could yeah. get in a an argument with you know people over that kind of technicalities if it's a blunt slide or a, he ollied over to tail slide bro it's not a blunt slide um, yeah <laughs> yeah this uh i feel like there was a point in time where you just saw a lot of this footage of this skate camp 
as mm-hmm. it was at this point in time. It was a hot spot. Yeah, Hocus Pocus. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Hocus Pocus really put that kind of stuff on the map. Yeah. They just had some, yeah, these skate camps are basically, you're going to see some new stuff happen out of this. Mm-hmm. So saw that, that the tail slide thing you're talking about. This the yeah. skate camp phenomenon was I mean I think that was pretty much I don't know. No, I guess they they had it there. There was one in St. Louis for one summer, but it was an interesting thing. It was like kind of a precursor to some of like I guess what you kind of would see later with like these sort of schools that have skate classes and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Where it was like a place, I don't know, there was like so little places where you could just go and do anything in a controlled, you know what I mean? Like you anywhere you went, you just got kicked out of. And so like yeah, the idea of like a skate camp where you could just, that was so cool to me as a kid. I always wanted to go do it. You know, I was like, oh, because I hated camp, but like skate yeah. camp sounded awesome. Like camp is what <laughs> took me away from skating. You know what I mean? Like my yeah. mom was like, time to go to camp. And I'm like, well, fuck, like, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go, go up to the school, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, like the skate camp thing was like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man, such a moment in time. So Steve, what do you think these guys, would these guys just go up and like, kind of like do a demo and hang out or were they would you go up there and have to become an instructor for the week or is this just Paul, um, I Paul think a lot of this stuff was like these guys showed up it was kind of like demo day okay sort of thing mm-hmm. I don't think they really stayed um I think I went up there once we stayed for like a little while and then you realize that's all there is all you're doing is skating that's all that's there mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh one time we went to um where did we go I think no although this is after this is um I think no with um Niz, Mark we went to uh Camp Woodward we went there for a week but that was uh like a tour thing that I put together that we did mm. but yeah that's uh for something like this I think these guys just showed up for like maybe a day or two and it kind of looks like they just did this all in one day yeah it's just like going off for an afternoon or something yeah yeah and looking at all this footage too seeing how much cab did from like big channels the mini ramp bowl the street he was yeah he was killing the whole thing yeah him and totally really the, the killers but bucky's got like so many little streety kind of things in there too they're pretty rad he's very he's really technical in the 360 yeah. flips and mm-hmm. all right next we've got another text bumper in america why is a non-polluting recreational vehicle such as the skateboard being continually and routinely outlawed and legislated against and then we transition. <laughs> Good question. Good question. And then next we have Paulo Diaz. And then in one year later from the LA boys, he's the only one left. We, he lost his other three buddies. Guy and Rudy went the blind and Gabriel was around on Powell for a little longer, but then he went to uh, 101. But Paulo, yeah. we, you know, we've heard that he used to roll deep with a big skate posse and they, they showcase that here. He's got like all his buddies and in the, in that crew is uh Billy Valdez and uh, Joey. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They got Billy's in this. Right. Yeah. That's one thing about Pablo too. Um, I think you saw a little bit more of this, how like original he did so many of his own tricks, you know? Mm-hmm. And then how, I think this is when he kind of really started killing like the Nolly game. Like yeah. and he did a bunch of gnarly switch stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was, you know, He's just such a creep. He's just an artist, I think. Yeah. That's the only way I could really best very, put him. Very creative. Yeah. That was so good. Creative soul. Very yeah. Amazing. I love yeah. that. I think it's like a six stair handrail spot. You saw like LA boys skate there. Mm-hmm. And then it's in this part too. I thought that spot looked always so good. Yeah. I skated there one day with the crew. It was like Ray, like Barbie and I skated with the LA guys there. And I just gotten over it being hurt and just like, oh, let's go skate this handrail. It's like, oh. And that was the beginning of those guys starting to just like kill it too. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that was that was not a fun day for me. I just mm-hmm. got schooled. Yeah, <laughs> like guy awesome. was all those guys, like every one of them, they just like they killed it. It was, but it was awesome to see because they were they were all all of those guys were just so you know they were always just so cool. They to me, I'm, I'm just so because I'm from LA and they're LA, and it's it's just like oh, I'm just stoked to see like oh then the. LA skate tradition is is alive and well. Mm-hmm. You know what's cool though is that uh I think Guy in Video Days is wearing the same Supreme shirt that Paulo is wearing in Propaganda. Oh yeah, the red Supreme shirt. The red Supreme shirt, yeah. Yeah. In what video? In Video uh, Days, Blind yeah. Video Days. Yeah, that's right. Guy oh Mariano really? Mariano's oh. wearing a red Paulo Supreme shirt in that whole video. Yeah, I've saw interviews with him where he kind of 
was giving Powell a little nod, like this is where I came from kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. But I always wondered if that was, if there was something, you know what I mean? Something to the, the fact that Paulo was wearing one, this then guy was wearing the same one a year later in video days, you know, I don't know. Yeah. He's saying what's up to Paulo. Yeah, exactly. He's another, Paulo's another guy where it almost looks better when he puts his hands on the ground. Dude. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He does a street plant in this part, which is uh, something you don't see a whole lot yeah, of. Yeah, very rare at this point. Yeah. yeah, he's got all kinds of wild maneuvers in this one, like a manual to wall ride. and Yeah, yeah, so that. Dude, a fakey all-air walk down some steps. Yep, yep. One of those dudes he was with did a kickflip nose call. Yes, like yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of, it's almost like a whole repeat of the same spots from you know the band this part you know hollywood boulevard the los filas school it's a lot of the, yeah this is this is really like band this part too yeah yeah all right next we've got Lori rigsby and she's skating her mini ramp in her backyard and this part kind of gives me like a mini documentary type vibe because you know she's got you know there's voiceovers and she's being interviewed and you know she's hanging out in her bedroom and she's playing pool there's like this whole kind of like lifestyle mini documentary it's like her. a cribs. Yeah, it's cribs. <laughs> and uh, she was in uh, Animal Chin. She had one trick at uh, Chris Boris' house in the backyard part. She does an invert. And then we see her in public domain. And she's not in Band This, I don't think. Right? Matt's the, the Band don't, This authority. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think no. so. And then now we have her in Propaganda. Yeah. And this is probably the last time we see her, too, I think. I think so. Mm-hmm. And Matt, we had someone write in requesting, wanting to know what this song yeah, was. i don't know what it is it's chuck treese though right i don't know the, the name i don't of it. know and then it, it repeats like it it repeats yeah. later on yeah they as play an it instrumental again the yeah and eric yeah. sanderson's part i don't think it's an instrumental i think it's just the song isn't it i don't know no i don't know i thought it, that it was missing the vocals it later might. on. yeah you know? maybe it is mm-hmm. i think Lori was was she she was on skate tv too probably around this time i think so, so. Yeah. And, it's, and it's another yeah. back it's almost like exactly like this part like her just skating yeah. the ramp yeah. This ramp looks fun as heck, man, with the pool coping and stuff. Yeah, yeah I think that was her mini ramp. Yeah, I think yeah. I think so. Yeah, it looks like it's in her backyard. Did you ever no, skate with uh, Lori? No, not really. I mean, just sit around. She was always, I think she was skating with her like a Del Mar and stuff. Always cool, mm-hmm. good girl skater back then. One of the pioneers, you know. Yeah. So, right after like Carabeth and stuff too. So yeah, she really put put it in back then when there were like no girls. It's so funny how they were like. Barely any girls that care about just a couple, a handful of girls that skated back then. So weird. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard, I think I've seen, you know, there's been stuff posted on like somebody will post a clip of Lori and everyone's always like, what happened to her? What happened to her? Apparently she, I don't think, she, I think she just completely went like put skating behind her. She's like, I think she's like a real estate agent or something now. Really? I didn't even know that. Yeah, I've wow. seen I've seen some people that have like tried to you know tr- track her down or not you know, track her down, but you know talk to her. Hey, what's up? And she's just not apparently she's just not interested in not responsive or whatever. Yeah, she's just not into it. You know, having it. <laughs> yeah, too many horny like skate skate fans. Probably to talk to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, any uh, thoughts on Lori Rigsby's part here? Until we before we move on. Uh, not really. I was just noticing the sixteen and. How it's, uh, it's like a really low frame rate, mm-hmm. so you know shows a lot of movement. Mm-hmm. Probably because the ramp, you know, the ramp is small and trying to make it more interesting. It's cool though that she had like a legit. I guess she actually had like kind of well, no, because in in public domain she was kind of in the the girls section or whatever. But it's cool that she had like her own part, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is cool. All right, next section is pools. We've got Mike McGill and Tony Hawk, and this is. You know, we've kind of talked about vert kind of dying and freestyle kind of fading out, but even pool skating now looks like very antiqued at this point. So, you know, some earlier Powell videos, lots of pool skating. I think this is the only pool section in in the whole video here. It's pretty, but the footage looks really cool. This part's so good. Yeah, not the best pool. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. And there's some guy in the background. This always stands out to me. He yells, yes. Like really, really yeah. aggro, yes, and it sounds like they repeat it. Like they like clip it in a oh. couple more times. Like it's like the yeah. same exact yell a couple or times. Probably did more pal magic. Yeah, 
McGill is just like ripping in this pool, dude. It just looks very aggressive and super, yeah, super awesome. I agree. Yeah, yeah the corner looks kind of gnarly. Yeah, them taking that corner is awesome. Yeah, the sound is so good. Mm-hmm. The sound of them skating. I, know. I like mm-hmm. that lady, that transition to that lady, the double video <laughs> over each other, and she's making the mouth sound. Oh, the her. clapping sound or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next is Euro Brigade Part Two. And this is, uh, there's quite a bit of skaters here. Dare I try to read all these names that I'm probably going to mispronounce? <laughs> Julian Bittner, Sebastian Durrell, Mike De Jesus, Mark Fowley, Nikki Guerrero, Sammy Harithi, uh, Mike Manzuri, uh, Curtis McCann. Mike Manzuri was on Powell. Holy moly. Yeah. I didn't I know that. No idea. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. I, he was no, one of the, I mean, when they went to, george harrison's a couple times uh he was with them there's a photo of him with george harrison yeah curtis mccann frank messman casper plass uh tommy tominin stefan tolf rodrigo and jan i never knew how to say this guy's uh wag i guess it'd just be so i apologize for brutalizing everyone's uh name and you are a lot of these guys i don't know what they would call it nowadays distributor flow like through Shiner distribution or something, or how would a lot of these guys get Didn't on? Messman, Powell, like, wasn't Messman affiliated with Shiner? Yeah, because yeah, Powell ended up at this time having uh, a warehouse distribution spot in Amsterdam. Is uh, this the the ramps rad. we see in this part? I think there's a vert ramp and a mini ramp in this part. Yeah, they had yeah. they had a vert ramp and a mini ramp there, so it was kind of rad. I mean, I thought it was just insane. It was like. Cool. So we go to Europe and then we'd have like a couple of days to kind of just get over jet lag, but then we get work. But it was kind of rad, like, oh, skate the vert ramp there. Oh, that is Missouri. Oh my, I'm watching the footage right now. Holy yeah. moly. Wow. Does he live in Long Beach now? Actually, I don't I don't know. Oh, so in the ramp that they're showing here, oh, I remember this one. I got knocked out at this, well, almost knocked out at this ramp. It was in Copenhagen, I believe, one of Nikki's ramps, metal ramp with a skate park. Had a little concrete mini ramp. We didn't really skate that, but the vert ramp was good. And I remember we did a demo there during the summer. And I started, I remember it was getting better, like solid with 540s. And I remember during the demo, I wanted to do a 540 over the channel and then a 540 to back it up. So I did a 540 over the channel. And then I went to do the second one and just try to force it. And I didn't turn the whole way and I ended up spinning out and just whipping back and get like whiplash. And I hyperextended a slight concussion hyperextended my uh shoulder and just oh it was like went from the best demo to like the worst demo mm. <laughs> and they they, they they took me away to the uh to go see this doctor and they still did the demo because it was like kind of in the middle of the demo and uh they dropped me off go we'll, we'll be back sorry this you know we got all those people there and they left me there with this doctor which i thought was funny that didn't speak a, no one spoke a, a like a lick of english like usually go everywhere People mm-hmm. somewhat speak, but I was a doctor. No one could speak any English at all. And oh, I was no. like, God, it seems like you're just these educated people. But I know I'm being a douchebag, but it seems like you should know a little English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and but then we went through the whole thing, the the, the, the x-rays. And they gave me, you know, like, take me up and stuff. And I was just so naive. And I'm sitting there afterwards going like, well, I want to go get a cab or something back to the demo. And I'm trying to give him my insurance card. And they're going like, no, that doesn't work here. I go, well, I can't just leave uh, their health care is you know, government health care, you know, yeah, so yeah. they were just like, no, you can go. Yeah. And I go, no, I have really good insurance here. I, I'm sure they're going to bill it or something like that. They go, no, no, no. They're, oh, it's okay. You can go. Like, they're pushing me out the door. Like, you can go. I'm yeah, like, oh, that's wild. Really yeah, it's pretty funny. Man, it's a good problem yeah, to that, have. That, that, that ramp, that middle ramp that Nikki's skating in, this was super fun. Was is that like, the red one? Or the blue one? No, it's gray. And this one, it's like off-white. Yeah, gray. I love yeah. that Nikki Guerrero is still ripping and still riding that same Powell yeah. mask board shape. That dude is the best. So, uh, Nick, it's kind of funny. So, I had a vert ramp backyard. Uh, my friends, my buddy, my big, good buddy, Sergio Sandoval, his brother was going to Long Beach State. And he's like, hey, I know this guy. Uh, he's from Europe and he's a skater and he wants to come skate your ramp. And I go, Oh, who is he? Well, he says it's Nikki, Nikki Guerrero, whatever. And at the time I was like, wait, does Tommy Guerrero have a brother that skates bird? <laughs> I go, 
it can't be the same like Nikki Guerrero vert champion guy, whatever. And then he shows up and he says, Hey, what's going on? Like, and like, I go, Oh, this can't be that dude. And then, but no, he's got a GNS board and stuff. I'm like, Wait a minute, is this the dude? I go, No, nah. even even him putting together his board because I think he had a board. Did or was it a Chris Miller board or was it his board? I want to say maybe it's his board or something. And he's got the GNS board and he just starts skating. And I'm like, Holy shit, this is that <laughs> Nicky Guerrero. Yeah, it was so good, so stylish. And I was like, Holy crap, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. yeah, thanks. They became buddies after that too. So, yeah, I always thought it was so crazy that there was two Guerreros on Powell. It's pretty wild. Yeah, and I also thought it was very interesting. He came from GNS. Yeah, because Powell would usually grab you know non you know people that didn't have like previous sponsors kind of thing. So I thought that was an interesting move. Yeah, Nikki was right. When we we toured together through Europe one time, it was right. Him and I were became like we were the like we roomed together a bunch and. Nikki had this uncanny ability to everybody gets out of the van, you know, maybe you go to shops, you go get food, whatever. Nikki would disappear. You go like, where the fuck is Nikki? And we're going, we got to leave and Nikki's gone. But right as we're all getting the van to leave, Nikki shows up. He never had anybody wait, but he had this uncanny thing of like, he would disappear. We go, where are you, where are you going? You go smoke out or do whatever and he disappear. And then he comes back right on time. Like, oh, hey, let's go. You know, nobody waited for him at all. He was just always perfectly there. And yeah. He was in sync with everybody. Like, How did you, where did, um, all right, cool. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. But yeah. Coolest, nicest guy too. I think he's actually coming. I just was texting with him yesterday and he's coming out for Stevie's. I think they're doing a combi birthday party thing. So he's oh, awesome. coming out to skip for that. I think, oh, I think awesome. it might be for Eddie Algaro's thing too. Oh yeah. Elgato classic. Yeah, that'd be cool. I got to see him. Uh, I went to a few of those the Vans Combi Pool contests and got to see him skate there in person. It was pretty cool. But this segment is quite long. Lots of lots of skaters to feature here. We've got another text bumper: skateboarding, a sport where the best and the worst can enjoy themselves side by side. And I fully agree with that one. Case in point: current group of people. <laughs> <laughs> The worst right here, by the way. I'm not talking about anybody in no, uh uh-uh. that's not true. <laughs> gotta put some handlebars on the board. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've got uh Ray Barbie section. And to me, this has almost like a totally different feel than uh his previous parts, like public domain and and ban this. This seems like I don't know, just the kind of the trends or the style of skateboarding is a little different at this point. You don't have as much as that vision shoes anymore. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't have his RB control hat on. Yeah. Still lots of flack around though. That's always great to see. Yeah. It's a lot less of him skating down the street doing lines and just more like skating at spots. Yeah. Yeah. More just like Like one off tricks. Yeah. Now is Ray, did he make it through to eight or is he gone by eight? I can't Mm. remember. Is this his last part with Powell? Gosh, I didn't even think about that. Maybe because he I wouldn't even do a didn't fact he check on here to go to firm. Yeah, Lance, mm-hmm. Matt, I have a feeling you probably got some feelings on this part. I think it's awesome. I mean, you know, yeah, it's it definitely uh doesn't doesn't have the same kind of flow that you were kind of used to with raised parts up to this point. It's a little little bigger, a little gnarlier. Mm-hmm. Like definitely like again, like you got some I think a couple slams thrown in there and stuff like that. So yeah, like you said, I think it, it might be like more kind of a product of the times and what kind of videos were starting to look like and trying to adapt to that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's it's Ray. You can't go wrong with Ray Barbie, you know, yeah. on video. So yeah. yeah, it's awesome. And it's different too, because he's skating Lance's ramp and he's wearing shorts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. see Ray in shorts that much, huh? Uh-oh. Uh-uh. We, we toured in, in, in Europe on a video tour for Band This, and we skated some vert ramps. So it's like the only time I ever saw him like, wear shorts and pants. <laughs> or no, shorts and pads. Sorry, no pants. Yeah. So. He's great. Yeah. So the final part we're going to do today is the slam section. And that's probably, you know, invented by Paolo Peralta, a, a skate video staple of the 80s, the slam section. And this is probably the last one, too, I'm guessing. I don't know if they continue after this. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. But again, heavily dominated by Frankie Hill. 
Yeah. 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 He he gets more slams per capita than any <laughs> guy worked for it, man. Mm-hmm. I think I have a clip in here somewhere. Oh Do wow. You? Not like me falling, but me like yeah, Steve yeah. or somebody. Oh, me falling. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any, when we were talking about Ray Underhill's section earlier, I had a thought. It's like, I've never seen Ray Underhill slam, take a slam. Like he's like too smooth and stylish to even, I can't even be bothered to slam. Like that's how like cool of a dude he is, you know? God, you, you're right. I never even thought about Yeah, that. I don't think I've ever seen him like bail or slam. It's just like too smooth. And I love the kind yeah. of the the classic sound effects they put in here. It kind of gives it like a Three Stooges vibe, you know, bonking of heads and tripping and funny yeah. sounds. I do like that little, like the little odd, uh, what is it? Like a little Care Bear dissolving or something. Or like a little, what is that? The little doll dissolving into this foam thing, whatever. It's just so random. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do see a slam. I think I hurt my knee on that HB rail. Oh, I'm just like, oh, it's one of those backbending. Yeah, I do have a slam. (laughs) Is it the the Ollie 2 or the Caveman? Uh, It's the Ollie 2. Yeah, because I think I got there once. I warmed up and did that. And I had to set up some more. And then the the rest of them are Ollie's. Mm -hmm. Which I wanted to film from on top because there was, it was kind of, it wasn't the best clearance. I think I had to put some little two by fours there because they were still working on that whole area. So going to it, I go like, Let's shoot from up here so you can see the takeoff, how gnarly it is, and then down to the rail. And he's like, no, 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 I'll be better from over here. I go, oh, God, <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. right, you you know best. And then later on, I'm going like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I go, no. Yeah, every time but I would every- drive down PCH, I'd be like, there's the Steve rail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, awesome. me too. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think of that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Ed, then I think Ed feeble it or something later in Templeton. I think so. It, it, yeah, I remember yeah. seeing Ed. Yeah, because I, I remember like afterwards, I go, I didn't see it in videos for a while. I go, oh, really? Oh, cool. And then, yeah, I think Ed killed it. All right. We're going to shut it down for this propaganda part two today. We'll be back soon with part three. I thank Mark Nisbet and Steve Size for joining us once again and taking their time out of their busy days to join us and nerd out on propaganda. So thank you, guys. We'll see you again soon. Thanks, man. See you guys later. And there they go back into the internet. Thank you again to Mark and Steve. Super cool. As always, man, we kind of burned through that one kind of fast, but that's, that's all right. I guess that's okay. I mean, uh, we, we had to, we had to kind of keep this one brief um, because you're getting ready to go do some traveling and that's uh, right. Yeah. All that stuff. So. Yeah. All good. You know, we can always we'll, we'll be back for round three. Yeah, nice I have think two, two trilogies under our belt. Yeah, I think we'll knock it out in three. Like we said oh, yeah. before, like if we can't do it in yeah. three, then, you know, fire us now. Yeah, exactly. But here we go. I think we know what time it is. And now the Bones Brigade audio show mailbag. <laughs> All right, Matt, what do you got we're for back. us this week? We're back. We're back with the mailbag. Yes. All but right. everyone's been waiting for. No, we got we got a few uh, to go through this week. Uh, we got some stuff, uh, some feedback from the uh, first propaganda episode. Mm-hmm. So we have, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure who this person is, but they are on Instagram as Oakcrest Day Camp, which is apparently an actual day camp and somebody who Either someone wrote in from their runs it their or business is a account counsel, or something. counselor or something i don't know yeah. the coolest day camp ever apparently because the the dude who runs it is totally into skateboarding old school skateboarding yeah but he writes uh he says <clears throat> i'm listening to the video tunes episode so awesome larry mentioned getting into skateboarding after back to the future here's the scene that got you hooked my son had to recreate it for film school for his freshman year and then he sent a video of his son reenacting the uh you know hanging off the back of the car yeah i watched it it's pretty it cool good. it sounds a good yeah, job yeah definitely so very awesome that's yeah. actually that's like something you would do that actually reminds Probably. me of like, that's yeah. like a total larry ransom move yeah well i think we're gonna might end up when this i think when this audio series ends we might end up going into a video realm where you and i show up <laughs> at some of these locations of these videos. Oh yeah. And yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't yeah. know. 
just dreaming there, but you know, we'll see. Well, so everybody send your kids to Oakcrest Day Camp. Do it. Yeah. We have the, it has the uh, Bones Brigade audio show seal of approval. Um, we have Peter B and he writes, Hey, thanks for reading my email in your last mailbag section, Propaganda Episode One. As soon as the email was sent, I realized that I didn't mention that it was the last episode of the You Don't Know Mojack podcast, but you figured it out. I'm 57 years old and still skateboard. From sidewalk surfing in 77 to thrashing with my friends in the 80s, managing a skate shop in the mid 90s, to now hopping curbs and actually have recently took lessons to learn how to skate bowls and transitions that I never had growing up. By the way, Russ Howell lives. A few years ago, we saw him at the Sandy Skate Park in Sandy, Utah, tracking a group of kids and showing off 360 skills. Guy Grundy was with him. The search continues. So very wow. cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Peter. Russ Howell sighting. That's amazing. Dude, for sure. And the new, the You Don't Know Mojack podcast is uh, is back. Yeah, I guess the right episode that I hadn't listened yeah. to yet at the time. All right. We got another one from uh, England, Andy M. And he writes, hi, guys. I'm halfway through the propaganda part one episode. Love it. Although ban this is probably the ultimate and classic Bones Brigade video. Propaganda had the biggest effect on me at the time immensely important to me and my friends. You might already know this, but the Mad Dog Bowl t-shirt Lance is wearing, as you mentioned, is from a skate park in London. There's an excellent documentary about this skate park, Romford Skate Park, called Rom Boys, 40 Years of Rad, which has Lance in it talking about this park and showing that shirt. Oh, if you wow. haven't already seen the film, do it. It's super inspiring, especially as a skater from England. Cheers, guys. Andy. Nice. Thank you, Andy. Yeah, I need, I'm aware of that film. I have yet to watch it. I've seen it's on a lot of the the major streams, like the Amazon and the iTunes and stuff. Same. I need to uh, get involved. Definitely. Yeah, that's uh, very cool. So thanks for writing in. And then we got, uh, we'll do one more. Martin A. Hey guys, great show. I heard you talk about the runes on the Parawellander graphic at the end of the Propaganda Part 1 episode. Here's some more info for the graphic nerds out there. The cross under Pear's name is actually the logo of Pear's hometown, Tabby, Tabby. I'm not sure how to pronounce Tabby? it. Tabby? I don't know. Tabby. It's like T-A with the umlauts, B-Y. Okay. Um, a suburb north of Stockholm, Sweden. Keep up the good work. And actually, that reminds me, I wanted to mention this. So we had the guy that wrote in and, and he had gotten the message from Pear on what that what those runes meant. Mm-hmm. And I was actually flipping through Disposable. Okay. Of course, uh, Sean Cliver's book this past weekend. And uh, I won't say what room of the house I was in when I was flipping through disposable. <laughs> probably I can guessed. take a guess. Yeah. But um, there was a there was a, a little Parawellander part on one of the pages about that graphic. And it does actually say that same thing. That Oh, you know, nice. So uh, I guess yeah, it's that, true. It's yeah. verified. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. and I had read that before. I, you know, I'd read that book from cover to cover before. I just forgot mm-hmm. about that. But yeah. Anyway, so yeah, verified from two sources. It's uh, yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, Man, lots of great, cool, hidden stuff in that graphic, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I guess we're, that's it for the for the mailbag. We kind of had to keep keep this one brief too, because the last couple of mailbags have have been whoppers. So yeah, we're gonna... yeah, and I'm heading to the airport any second now too. So. Yeah, Larry has a big big <laughs> bunch of traveling ahead of him, and uh, well, thanks for thank you all for uh, writing in. As always, we yes, appreciate thank you, it. everybody. Keep it coming. Yep. And so the easiest way for you to get your messages to us is to go to our website at thebonesbrigadeaudioshow.com, click on our contact page, and you can type in your message, hint enter, and boom, we got it. Yeah. And then, of course, you can hit that little black microphone button and record an audio message. And that's something we would be able to play on the show. So get involved with that. That'd be cool to uh, get a few of those rolling in. Definitely. All right, Matt, anything else before we shut it down here? Nope. Nope. Just, uh, again, just one more, one more time say thank you so much to Steve and Mark for coming back on again and taking the time to, uh, you know, sit and dork around with us all about this stuff. Yeah. I think, you know, I was thinking earlier, we need to get maybe some parting gifts for our guests because sometimes I'm just like, man, we take up valuable a lot of valuable time we especially do. these three parters you yeah know, it's just like i know dude how about like uh mouse pads that could be cool <laughs> mouse pads <laughs> tote bags what, what yeah. we got? 
pint we could glasses. get like some branded hand sanitizer yeah you know pocket combs pocket combs everyone pocket needs protectors pocket yeah Dude, yeah so many uh, possibilities there's i mean yeah Dude, because like, you know, merch, traditional merch, it's been done to death. Like, mm-hmm. let's face it, you know, everybody's yeah. got stickers and T-shirts, but who's got like aquarium gravel? You know what we, you know what we do? We get fortune cookies. Dude, with yes. Skate messages inside. Yes. 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 That's a perfect idea. Yeah. We're doing it. It's official. That's it. That's gonna be our first bit of merch. Fortune yep. cookies, and we're just gonna give them to Steve Size. <laughs> All right, we're getting silly now, so (laughs) let's shut this down. But we will be back soon with another episode. But until then, I'm Larry. I'm Matt. Reminding you to never stop searching for chin. Have a great night. (laughs) 